Hello, and thank you for joining us today. I'm Laura Evans, and you are listening to Hope for the Hurting. Our mission is simple. We want to provide hope and help to those who are hurting, lost, lonely, and in despair. My background is in broadcasting and radio, and I'm joined by my dad, Dr. Irv Wolf, who, in addition to being a pastor for over 30 years, has a background in marriage and family therapy. Dr. Irv has authored two books, and currently he's the director of Wolf Counseling, where he and my mom offer telecounseling to individuals and couples. And this is it. This is the final episode in our series, Finding Truth, Protection from Deception. We are going to sum it up for you today. And last week, if you remember, we talked about the Enneagram. So if you missed that episode, it was powerful. It was very um, truth-filled. So go back and listen to it. Maybe you've never even heard of the Enneagram. You can go back and check that out at wolfcouncil.com. You can also find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So today's podcast, again, it's a summary of this powerful series that we've been doing entitled Protection from Deception. But also, you know, we've been doing this podcast since 2020, and today is our final episode. We've decided we're going to move in a different direction away from the podcast. So this is also going to be the summary of Protection from Deception and um, kind of putting the bow on the whole Hope for the Hurting podcast. How do you feel about that, Dad? I get a little choked up thinking about it. Yeah, we've been doing this for over three years, so I know. We, we've covered a lot of ground, and if you've missed any of our powerful podcasts, we've done a series on the end times, we've done a series on deception and AI and Enneagram, and just there's so many things, so many topics that we have, we've covered, and again, you can find that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and at wolfcouncil.com, but before we launch into this, you know, we've been under attack on this series a lot. Last week, we had... Uh, some pretty big technical issues going on. So we're just going to lift this up in prayer and um, give it to God and ask him to cover us with, um, with the Holy Spirit. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this podcast and what a blessing it has been to me and my dad. It has strengthened our relationship and also given us an opportunity to share what we've been researching and what we've been learning with our listeners. So I pray that it has made a difference in the lives of our listeners and that even that they've been able to pass this information on to their family and their friends. I thank you, God, for all the, the wonderful things you've done through this podcast that we will never even know this side of eternity. So I pray that it has blessed people. I pray that um, maybe even some came to know you as their savior through this podcast. We just lift this final podcast up to you. We ask your blessing over it. We ask that um, your wisdom would be instilled in our listeners and that you just give both of us the words to say through the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, Laura, this series has been very timely. Uh, in the 10 topics in the series, we've talked a lot about deception going on today in our world. In this podcast, you and I recap the deceptions that are out there and that affect our lives. So let's start by once again affirming the truth because that's the gold standard. And the gold standard for all truth is the word of God. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't change from one generation to the next. Right. It's God's standards. It stood the test of time. Jesus declared, if you abide in my word, then you're truly my disciples. Mm -hmm. You will know the truth. The truth shall make you free. So the gold standard for all truth is abiding, meaning hearing and doing the word of God. Mm -hmm. So the starting point for protecting ourselves from deception is know the truth 
And you can do that by knowing and obeying the word of God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I like you pointed out, and I think it was the episode on how to spot a liar that you don't study all the counterfeits. You study the authentic, which is God's word. So you don't need to run around making sure you understand what all the de deceptive tactics are out there. You just have to know what God's word says about it. Then you'll be able to identify it when it hits you. In fact, you probably shouldn't fill your mind with a lot of those false teachings. Mm -hmm. uh, it just, uh, it, it's not healthy. But, but let's take a look at some of the main topics in the series and summarize their teaching and then tie a bow on the whole thing. Mm -hmm. The first, first one uh, among others that we did is how to spot a liar. Believers need discernment. They need it to detect when something being told or done is true or false. Hebrews 5.14 tells us, solid food is for the mature who, because of practice, have their senses trained to discern good and evil. Mm -hmm. So a mark of maturity is discernment of good and evil, truth and error. Mm -hmm. How do the mature get that discernment? Good question. There are no shortcuts. Mm -hmm. It comes from practicing the word of God, obeying it, mm -hmm. speaking it, devouring it in your mm -hmm. private time. Mm -hmm. The word of God will give you maturity and discernment because it's living, active, and sharper than any two-edged sword, Yes, says Hebrews 4.12. Yeah, and I found, too, that when God tells you to do something and you obey him, then it becomes easier the next time, and you become bolder the next time. Like he continues yeah. to strengthen you as you walk in that truth and obey him. Boy, isn't that just the truth? Well, the second thing we talked about in this series is protection from political deception. In this election, your politicians say many things in the hopes of winning your vote. Yep. Be careful not to believe everything you're being told. Motivations of power, wealth, and fame are the typical motives of many who are running for office. Mm -hmm. Others legitimately want to serve their country, but far too many want to serve themselves and feather their own nests. Yep. How can you protect yourself from being deceived by politicians? Mm. If the promise sounds too good to be true, it usually is. Or if their lips are moving, they're probably lying. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. You set me up, Dad. Uh, pay, pay attention to the internal witness of the Holy Spirit. He is the spirit of truth, says John 14, 17. And he will give you a check in your spirit. If something is a lie, mm -hmm. compare what you are hearing with what you know is taught in the word of God. If they don't match, then don't believe it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The third the third summary we want to go through is protection from church deception. Mm -hmm. I, I probably don't need to remind you that there are charlatans out there. What I mean by that is religious hustlers who are not as interested in your soul as in your checkbook. Yes. Yep. Whether it's a pastor, an evangelist, an apostle, a religious figure, check out his or her teachings against the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Does their lifestyle mm -hmm. declare a different message? Mm -hmm. Pay attention to the still small voice of the Holy Spirit within you. Right. And if they're promising you blessings and prosperity, if you give more, that's a red flag right there. Yep. Fourth thing is protection from cultural deception. Uh, the lies pervading our culture are almost beyond calculation. Mm -hmm. From lies about COVID-19, to lies about transgender, to DEI hiring in our schools, 
to lies about the southern border, to lies about homosexuality, to lies about electronic vehicles, mm -hmm. EV, to lies about January 6th, right. the Capitol invasion. Right. So what are we to believe as we read these headlines? Mm -hmm. Well, once again, fall back on the three, I call them truthometers, the Bible, the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and prayer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, you'll be in good standing. Right. And if you're trying to dis discern if something's true or not, don't make any rash decisions. Just pray about it and ask the Holy Spirit to lead you. And he will show you in the right time. Just, I think a, a great rule of thumb is to not make any harsh or rash decisions based on what you're hearing. Let it play out. A lot of the times God just reveals it to you um, as time progresses. That's good. That's real good. Well, the fifth one that we went over is protection from academic deception. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the Ivy League schools have been in the news a lot of late because of their progressive agendas. Mm -hmm. Several have lost their presidents over this issue, mm -hmm. whether it's BLM, Black Lives Matter, DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion, mm -hmm. the use of correct pronouns, accusations of racism, transgenderism, usage of opposite-sex bathrooms, or the Black family, Ivy League schools and most other secular universities have embraced the agenda of the radical left. Mm. Few conservatives who are at those schools feel free to speak out at the cost of their careers, so the radical agenda becomes the word speak on campus, yep. in the classroom, and among many impressionable students. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, if you look at some of these YouTube shorts, you see a lot of students who are just parroting back the very things that they have heard from their professors. Right, right. And and the, the audacious part is that parents work so hard to send their kids to these schools thinking that they're helping them with their future and setting them on the right path only to have your kids turn back to you completely brainwashed. You don't even recognize them anymore. They don't hold the values that you've instilled in your children. Yep. So you want yep. to think twice before you send your kids to one of these schools. Do your research on which college your kid is going to. And even if it's a college that you went to and you're like, oh, I went there. They're a great conservative school. Not so much anymore. I read a uh, an article this morning on Wheaton College, mm. how Wheaton College has gone totally woke. Well, that just makes me sick to my stomach. And even the college I went to, University of Northwestern in Roseville, they've gone woke as well. Not as far, not as far as Bethel. Bethel's far more woke than Northwestern, but this is your alma mater. And you're like, well, they were so strong when I was there. Not so much. They've all been infiltrated. Yeah, they have. And and Wheaton College used to be called the Harvard of the Christian schools. Mm. Not anymore. How Not they, anymore. How do they get in there? How do, how does that even work? You know, they they've been they were founded by such strong, solid Christians. Well, Billy Graham graduated from Wheaton College, and and you know a lot of famous Christian leaders have come out of Wheaton College, but that was a former generation. That was a time past. No longer, no longer, and and these are kids who have been absolutely brainwashed. I mean, they 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 can parrot 
the very things their professors have been telling them, and they buy it. They believe it. Right. And their parents have not done research on the school and its progression into wokeness. They just think, well, that's a solid school. I went there. My grandparents went there. It's not the same school. Yep, it's not the same school anymore. Well, the sixth thing we talked about, and this is one that you were real strong on, is protection from technology, a technological deception, and right. AI. Right. Uh, can technology be used for good or evil? The answer is uh, yes. yes. Technology has been um, has made amazing advances to improve our lives, uh, but there's a dark side to technology, and AI or artificial intelligence is a great example of this. Right. AI can eliminate many repetitive tasks. It can also be used for evil. Mm. Everything from counterfeiting money and priceless works of art to pornography to rewriting entire books, including the Bible, to say what the program chooses it to say. Right. Yep. Well, Laura and I believe that AI will play a significant role in the end times as the beast uses it to deceive the nations. Absolutely. And if they can rewrite the Bible, they can leave out any verses that they find offensive. Verses yep. on homosexuality, verses on sin. They can edit it. Yeah, it's, it's it's like it's like a wax nose. They can twist and turn it any way they want. Mm -hmm. Well, the seventh thing that we talked about a lot is protection from deception of the Antichrist. The epitome of deception is the Antichrist. He deceives Israel and the Jews. Mm -hmm. He builds them a temple. He will deceive the nations. He'll even change their economic currency mm. to reflect his currency. He'll deceive the world by heading a new confederacy of 10 nations. He'll deceive those living on the earth into believing he is the Christ, the Messiah, sent from God. Mm. And together with Satan and the false prophet, He'll require a mark of 666 for all to buy or sell mm -hmm. if you want to do commerce anywhere on the planet. Mm -hmm. And he's going to gather the nations into the final conflict of all the ages with Jesus Christ and the armies of heaven at a place called Armageddon, mm -hmm. a place that Napoleon Bonaparte said was the ideal place for a battle. Mm. He would know. He would know. And the scary thing but, about this is he's going to come in as a quote unquote savior. And people, if you're not walking with the Lord and you're not studying his word and you're not aware of prophecy, you're, you might be sucked into believing that he is, he, he's Christ. And Jesus then we, come back. Right. And so I think a lot of people, I can see even um, quote unquote Christians getting sucked into this. So you really yep. have to be on guard and you really have to be pouring yourself into God's word. Yep, And a, a whole lot of Bible scholars think we are right on the cusp of the end times. I believe so, too. Well, this is number eight is protection from deception of the Enneagram mm. or Enneagram, as you yep. say. The Enneagram is has slithered into counseling practice, yep. into schools, even into churches. It appears harmless on the surface. Its origins are demonic, and its accuracy to determine personality is debatable. Yep. Although there are many reputable, well-researched personality assessments, like the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, the Taylor-Johnson Temperament Analysis, DISC, Finder, MMPI, 16PF, the Enneagram has come into vogue, because it's the latest, greatest assessment available. 
It's both unreliable, but it's also a doormat into the occult. Right. And people think it's the latest, greatest, but it was created in the early 1900s by an occultist. So it's not new and it's not great. It's evil. It's destructive. They think it's new because it's been repackaged with a shiny bow and presented to the church. But I like the word you used, Dad, slithered, just like Satan. Mm -hmm. Like a snake, just yep. like a snake. It's yep. slithered in. Well, as you and I wrap up this important eye-opening series on deception, we just want to thank all of you who have listened to our podcast over the past three and a half years. Many of you have communicated with us and given us topics to address. A number of you have shared your thoughts on various podcasts that we've recorded. All of that to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening and for interacting with us. And although this is our last podcast, at least for a while, we just treasure you, our listeners. At the conclusion of each podcast, Laura shares with us the clear steps to receiving Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And I get the privilege of leading in the prayer of salvation. Only heaven knows who prayed those prayers with us. We're grateful to be his servants. Yeah, you mentioned that. And I was thinking about that this morning. Like, you, we will never know. It's just when we do these podcasts, it's kind of just you and me talking. And you never know. You never know who you're going to touch. You never know how that the podcast is going to be shared or um, spread on to other people. And so we don't know this side of eternity, how many people have may have been impacted for Christ through this podcast, but we would love, we, we still would love to hear um, stories that you have from how you've been impacted by this podcast. That would be so encouraging to us. And if throughout this podcast, you've never quite surrendered your life to Christ, like you've thought about it and you listen to this spiel, so to speak every week, but it's never really um, been something that you've owned, that you've made your own. Now's the time. This is our final podcast. So I, I would encourage you to, to lay down your pride, to, to answer the door because Christ is knocking. If, if you're feeling pulled in that direction, it's because he's, he's planting that seed and he, he's been pursuing you. And it's, it's as easy as ABC. We talk about it every week, the ABCs of salvation. I remember praying this prayer when I was, was about five years old. So if a five-year-old can do it, certainly, certainly anyone can do it. Um, the ABCs of salvation are A, admit you are a sinner in need of a savior. Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That is every single one of us has failed, has failed in God's sight. And so we need a savior. And that savior is none other than Jesus Christ. B, B is believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 10.9-10 says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. And Jesus also said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. There are not multiple ways to heaven. There is one, and it is through Jesus Christ. And so see is call upon his name. Romans 10, 13 says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Dad, would you please lead us in that prayer? We'd be honored. Dear Lord Jesus, we come to you uh, broken sinners. Mm -hmm. We have no claim to fame. We have no reason why you should ever let us into heaven. But, but Jesus, uh, even though we recognize we don't deserve heaven, we believe in you. Mm -hmm. We believe that you are the Savior of the world and that you died for the sins of the world, including my sin. 
And if that's the case, pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I need you. I need you. I'm a sinner. I know it. I know you came to die for sinners just like me. And I'm certainly one of them. But I believe in you. I believe in your deity that you are God in the flesh. That you came among us to save us. And I'm calling upon you, Jesus. I'm calling upon you to be my savior. To save me from hell. To give me an eternity with you in heaven. And I'm asking that. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer, please let us celebrate with you. We get so encouraged by your stories. You can send those to wolfcouncil at gmail.com. And um, although this is the final podcast, you can go back and listen to all the podcasts that we've done. We've done a quite, quite a few over the past three and a half to four years. And you can find those at wolfcouncil.com. Also Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And now is the time more than ever where you really need to cling to Jesus, have your anchor be in the Lord. If you're going to weather through the days of deception, which I'm afraid are going to get far worse before, before the Lord returns. So I pray that you would find your anchor in him. And I'm going to close this out with the doxology from Jude 1, Jude 1, 24 and 25 says to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault. And with great joy to the only God, our savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ, our Lord before all ages now and forevermore. Amen.